Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Alana. Welcome, Welcome, Alana. It's great to have you. Thank you. This is your first time on Insanely Haunted. It is. Uh, is not your first time watching Ghost Adventures, though, right? No, no. I've watched several Ghost Adventures a long time ago. Cool. <laughs> several yes. of the adventures of the, yes. of the crew, yes. How many years ago would you say it's been? I don't. Remember, okay. it's been on for a long time, right? Yeah. It's been on since 2010. Yeah, so this was definitely, I want to say 2012-ish. Mm, mm. Probably right. a little bit before this episode in particular was filmed. So that okay. would have been like season four. Because they do two seasons per year, something we learned recently. Oh. Anyway, we're in season five now, and we're just stuck with the same DVD from last time, even though it's not, strictly speaking, the beginning of that season. Uh, this episode... It was Old Town San Diego, and you picked this one. I did. Because you, you are from Southern California, I'm right? I'm from Southern California. Um, very close to San Diego. Um, been there quite a few times. Been to Old Town quite a few times. So you were you, you kind of knew of some of the places around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I would say that they seem haunted. <laughs> That's about as much as you can really get uh, from this show, anyway, is that someplace might be kind of haunted. Uh, but you know we're in San Diego because while the intro is happening, we see a flag, a guitar, and a donkey. <laughs> All symbols of San Diego. Symbols of San Diego. Uh, Zach's wearing his Rebel Spirit gear. I feel like this is the first time I've seen the Rebel Spirit gear. In, in a while. In a while. He wears a brand called Rebel Spirit. Mm. Mm. And it's kind of like Ed Hardy, uh, but a lot. And roses <laughs> and skulls. Yeah. And it usually says Rebel Spirit on the, the back big or somewhere. Big letters. It's it's a gray one and it's like a pretend military. Th- and he's thing got like stripes a and a chevron and whatever. Yeah, lots of gel in his hair. As usual. As usual. But this is a pretty this is a loosey goosey episode of Ghost Adventures. This is a really cringy episode oh, of Ghost gosh. Adventures. It's painful. Uh, so they are in Old Town and they have two lockdown locations. Zach tells us we're going to be staying at the Cosmopolitan Hotel and the Casa de Estudio. And the, a studio was a person. Yes. Yes. Not like not like studying. Right. But like that was the person's name. Um, so this episode opens with Zach trying to play along with this kind of mariachi thing. Oh, God. Um, he does a, uh, a Mexican accent. Well, a, uh, a, I, 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 oh, I. He has what? a really hard time like turning the Mexican accent off during this episode. Mm-hmm. And it's not very good. Uh, well, also. but the thing is, though, when he's trying to speak... Spanish, his accent is very bad. Yes. But then he tries to say English words with a Mexican accent. Yeah. And it just turns out to be really racist. Right, right. So it's kind of making up for the bad Spanish is him doing bad English. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we meet the innkeeper at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. 
And he tells us about this guy called Bandini, who used to throw really big parties. And that's what Zach gets really hung up on for basically the rest of the episode, is that this guy threw big parties, lasted all weekend, invited people from all over. This part of the episode where they get drunk and take a lot of shots. Yes, they do get drunk on camera. Wait, this is the, this, they're at the, the yeah. party place, they're right? Okay, we have, okay. Yeah, so like, this feels like a bunch of, <laughs> not to, not to make fun of freshman college boys, but this seems like. <laughs> That's, that is what this seems like. A yes. bunch of fresh, or maybe not even freshman college boys, maybe high school boys visiting a college and going to a party. We're going to our frat first frat party, party. And they're just like. Getting as drunk as they can and... How many shots do you think they did? I think Zach did at least five over the course of this episode. Yeah. I mean, it looked like five, but... Could they have really filmed? Like, could they have actually done this? I, I feel know. like I couldn't have. Maybe they just filled them with water. I mean... <laughs> I don't know if they're hardcore enough well, to do. somebody was like, this tastes like root beer. I know, yeah. So maybe... Maybe the, the guys at the, the facility were like, these guys can't handle this much no. liquor. But we'll 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 make but them But Bandini was a party guy. Right. So, so we'll 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 make them feel like they're drinking. <laughs> um they also one of my favorite things is that there's a bunch of gunshot noises that accompany the shots doing. And the footage is very chaotic, like it's just bouncing around all over the place and you hear Nick going, Shot, shot, shot like really oh loud. God. Very obnoxious. Miguel's having a great time. He thinks this is very funny that he's doing this to these guys. <laughs> I I would be entertained, too. Uh, so we hear a lot about different kinds of stuff that would happen here. It was very big partying. People now see ghosts doing party stuff. But is that because they're seeing ghosts or because they're partying? Good and question. drinking? Great question. And they're in a, a spooky place. And they want to see ghosts. Yeah, right. I, obviously, the ghosts are like part of the deal. You know, <laughs> when you come to the Cosmopolitan, you, it's all about the ghosts. And there's a game room where the ghosts play chess also. Yeah. And apparently move chairs around. And walk into walls. Yeah. Bless you, dear. Our cat just sneezed. <laughs> um, <laughs> bless you. Goodness. And then there's the Bandini room. Um the painting of Mr. Bandini, who does not look like a lot of fun, no. really. He has a very dour face. But that's like what all portraits looks like. But I just like it juxtapositioned with the, the guys partying. It, it it seems appropriate. Like, <laughs> I can't believe this is going on in my facility. <laughs> uh, the owner of the hotel joins us, and he buys the whole ghost thing completely because... He once was in the hotel when there was a brownout, and he thought it was ghosts. Because all the lights turned off and then on again. Was this... Uh, it's very normal. Was this Michael Brown? No. That's oh, okay. that's a guy who okay. comes later who... That's the ghost tour guy okay, who okay, comes okay, later. Okay, okay, okay. Um, um, the, oh, the guest book has lots of ghost stories, too. That's the other thing. Yes. Is that everybody writes about their ghost experience. So it's already like setting in people's minds when they arrive there that they are supposed to have a ghost experience and then write about it. You come here to get spooked. Then they do more drinking. Oh, there's a there's a spooky bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that's what... Okay, that made me think Zach's going to lay in this bed. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He, and he sat on it. He did sit on it, but usually... Okay, well, we'll just get okay. to this later. We'll get to that, yeah. But let's just... 
The bed is fucked up. This is a fucked up story that this bed has. Like, the guy who made the bed, his daughter died, so he carved his daughter into the headboard of the bed. Her face is there poking out 3D. Not her real face. No, not her real face. (laughs) But it looks very realistic. And then there's, like, a a chess dresser mirror table or something. Like a vanity? Yeah, a vanity. And the mother's face is in that one, and they're facing each other, correct? Yes. Oh. Wait, what? I thought it was just the mirror. That was facing the... I don't know. I got confused at that part. Me too. I was too distracted by all the bullshit that was happening. But I'm pretty sure that there's a mom's face carved into something. Well, you could be forgiven for not quite knowing exactly what's going on here because the Ghost Adventures crew was a little tipsy. That's true. And they also could not keep it together during this part. That is true. Uh, (laughs) There is a room here that used to belong to the wife of Mr. Bondini. Uh, where apparently she comes and sits down on the bed every once in a while still. And again, I was like, oh, Zach's going to come in here and try to get try to get frisky. Because usually anytime there's a bed and a lady ghost, you know what happens. Did we see a, a portrait of her at all? Yes. Was she maybe not as attractive as Zach would have hoped for? Oh, oh that must be it. Someone did mention that like the indentation in the bed yeah. sometimes stays there after she leaves or whatever. So yeah. I definitely thought he was going to try to like be like, oh. There's yeah. an indentation, so it must mean she's there. Right. But I if wonder, she wasn't as attractive as he hoped. Yeah. Then. Well, and I also wonder if, like, I'm sure that if enough people sit down in the same spot of a mattress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's you're, what I was thinking. Yeah, like, you're going to get a little depression no matter what, and the, the and, blanket will sink into it. Right. And they kept talking about how, oh, the, blo- the curtains move, and the mirror changes positions, and then there's an indentation on the bed. And I'm like, well, if someone comes in to clean the room, what if they move the mirror and open the curtain yeah. and what touch the bed? They sit down on the bed <laughs> right, to rest their feet. This is all non-evidence. These, yeah. these are all very normal things that happen anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so now, Zach now takes us on a walking tour of Old Town with Chanel, who he introduces us to as his lady. Milady. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's got a little parasol and he, he asks for some shade. It's a cute uh, little parasol. I actually really I would have like given it. him some shade for sure. <laughs> well, because his his tan isn't real; it's spray tan. Yeah, so he'll he's need probably it. really he fragile. He's gonna get burnt. Yeah, and then we'll all know that he doesn't have a real tan. <laughs> oh, and it's during this time that like he's supposed to be getting like information from her. Uh, you know, doing a little investigation outside, getting getting uh, info, and he gets jealous because Nick has some fans that want to get a picture with him, so mm-hmm. he decides that he also wants to get pictures with the fans, and then it just turns into this drunken, uh, look at us, we're popular, let's get photos with people. Yeah, I was trying to, like, look for people I know, but... No? I, no, no. Luck. They're probably I mean, all, all tourists. They're all right? tourists. I okay. mean, you know, it's worth it's worth looking. It's just a bunch of white people <laughs> who come to look at Mexican people. Historic Mexico. Wow, this used to be Mexico. <laughs> the same thing that Zach An says. An exact quote. Yeah, yeah. from Zach Beggins, who apparently did not. It was more of a know. question. This used to be Mexico. <laughs> yes, Zach. Now this is where we meet Mike, who you talked about earlier, Cassie. Oh, Mike, white guy who's into ghosts. And he is a, tu- no, he's a ghost <laughs> tour guide, okay? So he's not only into ghosts, Excuse it's his me. job oh, okay. to get other people into ghosts. Okay. Which is like the most, if you're going to really try and prove the existence of ghosts, 
and you're gonna have a haunted tour guide here i don't know it just doesn't feel honest he gave me sleazy vibes oh yeah same <laughs> and he also said that um his wife <laughs> Okay, so his wife was <laughs> pregnant, and uh, her oh. hair was pulled, and now his son is scared of the room where his wife's his pregnant wife's hair got pulled. So the idea is that the fetus was in there, and the fetus <laughs> registered the presence of the ghost, and now the boy remembers this somehow. And I'm sure his parents never tell him about this occurrence that happened while he was still in his mom's womb. Mm, surely never. Which... And, <laughs> which, that, or, which Michael refers to as... My son was in her belly. I don't think that's where the... I don't think that's where <laughs> And it he is. makes these, like, hand gestures. Like, belly <laughs> hand gestures that just... It just... It's almost like he doesn't really know. You know what I it's mean? Like, it's like, there's a baby. I think it was in the, the belly? It's in there. <laughs> it's, like, right here. This kind of space. Isn't the proper, like... Phrasing when my wife was pregnant with our son. Yes. yes oh, what... yes. That's that's what you would say. That's what a normal human being would say. Uh, maybe he's an alien. Could be. Oh, he slipped up. Yep. He uh -huh. slipped up. The mask time. fell off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then we meet uh, the woman who I feel so sorry for, uh -huh. uh, Elena. Who God God bless you, Elena. I'm so sorry you were uh, tasked with shepherding this man child around. I hope she got a raise after that. I know. I sir, I hope she was at least on the clock. Or I know, at least hope that she got a bunch of free drinks yes. from her employers. <laughs> so Elena's a really cool lady who is taking us around the Casa de Estudio. Um, and she talks about how... So this is the place where Senor Bandini's father-in-law lived. And this was also kind of a party spot. It's near the, the hotel. Um, and also, apparently, the monks used to come down here to do religious services for people. Zach is unclear on what a monk is for a moment, <laughs> which is like, whoa. Oh, he gets scared of a mannequin. Gets scared he's by like, a mannequin. Still drunk. Still oh. very oh, drunk. Oh, still very, very drunk. And I don't know if it was, um, like, purposely done this way or if he literally didn't realize that he was speaking to a mannequin i think he i think it was a gag okay. i think it was his attempt at a gag okay but it wasn't a very good gag because there's this mannequin that has a cool like is it a religious outfit? i think she's dressed like a nun yeah mm. kind of yeah and she's got the cross and a veil um it's a really pretty outfit actually and he's like speaking to this mannequin as if it is he elena. thinks it's elena and then you can see him realize that it's not and that she's actually across the room. So either he's super, super, super drunk or it was just a stupid gag. And neither of these are like outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. You know, like this could it could have been either one. Yeah. Um, this is where he also makes a really off color joke about uh, what kind of parties used to happen here and then immediately realizes how uncomfortable he's making everybody and tries to laugh it off. Because he mentions, like, oh, you know, were they, well, you like... know, like, orgies and stuff? <laughs> like that. <laughs> and right before that, he said, oh, so, you know, it was the... Partying was the, the heritage and culture of these oh, people, yeah. right? Oh. And it was just very... Was this a part of the culture? <laughs> were there... Oh. There were fans watching this the whole time, Yes, there too, were fans right? looking in the window. Yeah, because yeah. they, they did a little sweep, and you could see fans in the, the doorway. So maybe he was just high on the audience. He, yeah, and maybe there were some pretty girls or something. And, and he, he wanted an orgy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's definitely not going to get it with a child bed. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, man. 
Sorry. Then we have then we have the situation where Zach cannot either again either plays at misunderstanding Elena for a gag, or is unable to understand what she is saying, which is that the person who lived here was a cattle baron, i.e., <sighs> somebody who owned lots of cattle. Zach and Elena have like a thirty second miscommunication about this because he thinks oh, she's, she's saying she thinks she's saying kettle like a tea kettle, and he just cannot get it. So he keeps saying kettle, 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 cattle, moo, cattle. Yeah, moo. when he says moo, that just I was like, dude, you know what she's saying. Yeah, Zach's hard to deal with. I would not. I can't imagine that. Uh, he's fun to be around for any length of time. So again, thank you, Elena, for your suffering and what you went through. Uh, there's this. They go into the daughter room, oh, yeah. where it gets even more uncomfortable. Um, there's a creepy painting in there. That's not what makes it uncomfortable, though, uh, because Elena starts telling us about how um, the daughters here, the the uh, Senor Estudio's daughters, were married to rich gentlemen from around town, because that's the way you did it back in the day, because. Um, Women were essentially property in this time and era. And the Zach re reacts to this by saying, so, oh, they're gold diggers. So immediately she's like, no, that's just, that's the way it was. And he says, so, so if you were, you married whoever your father's married. So he's like, oh, so if my father told me to marry you, I'd have to marry you. And she said, yeah, because I'm rich. And he, and then he gets down on one knee and pretends to marry her to, to ask her. for her marriage. It was the most uncomfortable thing to watch. Also, Aaron uh, refers to the painting of the child on the wall. He says, look at that sucker. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it was just a very strange moment. So because Zach can't let one scene go by without saying something really uncomfortable in this part, they leave to go to the oh, garden. Oh, man. And he says on camera. this Looking, looking at zucchinis. He says on camera, this plant has a penis. <laughs> In those exact words. I, I think his mom is probably so proud of him. Especially in that moment. You know, she works at his haunted museum in Las Vegas. Yeah, so. she is an employee of his, which Poor is mom. weird. I don't think she wants to. I don't think... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think any mother would want to be employed by their child. That feels weird to me. Well, unless they're famous, maybe. I don't know. Phew. That's about it for the investigation portion. Look at, Look this, at this bean. bean. She's in downward dog pose right now. Aww. Splayed out, completely noodleified. So we're gonna move into the lockdown now, and uh, they get I, locked in by I think might be a state park. Looks like a state park official. ranger. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, named, named Chewy. Chewy. And uh, just just to let you know, the most exciting stuff is already is behind us, <laughs> because this is. I made the prediction when they were doing the bullshit with the shots that this is in here because the lockdown is really boring. Yeah. And guess what happened? The lockdown was really boring. <laughs> Um, so well, we start off with Zach reminding everybody that this area is where Mexican-Americans settled on at the time. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, still... I'm pretty sure you would have just called them Mexicans at the at the time. And they kind of lived there because it was they, Mexico. It, <laughs> the settlers were came later. Yeah. And even Aaron asks about this. Do you and, remember this? No. Well, oh. Even Aaron, like later when he's doing EVP, he's like, are you mad that... Uh, oh, yeah. lots of other people settled here. Well, and he makes the remark that a lot of them died from or of mysterious carnage. Mm. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we know that it wasn't <laughs> we, mysterious. No, there's not a lot of mystery to that. <laughs> it just the happened. Mexicans, Mexican Americans that settled on the land died from mysterious mm. carnage. Mysterious. Whew. Mm. So the thermal cam comes out. Oh, and and Zach's telling us that he's 
he's going they're going to rewrite they're going to add unwritten history yeah to the history books. Yeah, because this shit is... This, in the form of ghosts. This investigation is not going in any history book. I can tell you that. That's very accurate. I just think it's funny that he says, we're going to add to unwritten history. So I'm like, it's going to stay unwritten. If you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're adding to unwritten history. Yeah. Yeah. We have a point of view camera in this episode. Yes, which is great because that's that's the very easy how dark it really is right there. We have a crap ton of other equipment too. So much tech so on much. this lockdown. EV EMF detectors, uh, thermal vision cameras, full spectrum cameras, all kinds of stuff coming with them on this time. Um, the the episode kind of tries to start. It like things kind of try to get started because they're all getting goosebumps and cold spots and all that. Um, they hear footsteps. Nothing comes of that. And that is like the only legitimately spooky thing that happens in the whole episode to me is that they get these weird unexplained footsteps. And it is unexplained. Um, it does distinctly sound like footsteps. There also was that red light thing there's a red light too later on yeah oh nick gets an orb because he feels he oh feel, yeah he we get feels. footage of nick like brushing his back and then an orb comes out and goes back and really it's like fast a little oh, sorry it's like a little red it almost looks like a, a laser pointer yeah yeah that's yeah. what i thought yeah but that's when they try to speak spanish to all the ghosts mm. oh, yeah. right mm. mm-hmm. try emphasis try. on try try and then someone asks and i don't remember who but someone asks the ghosts are you upset that many different kinds of people have taken over the land. Yeah. That was right before the red light. I, oh, yeah. I'm like, why would you ask? <laughs> why would you ask that? Right? Of course they're upset. implicating yourself a little bit, I feel like. That was Aaron, wasn't it? Yes, that was Aaron. Yeah, Aaron seems to be the most knowledgeable about the history of this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they all split up. And right before the cameras, they turn the cameras off to split up. And before the cameras come back on, Nick apparently catches some weird stuff happening. Conveniently, while none of the cameras are rolling. How are their cameras never... How are their cameras <laughs> not rolling? They are usually always rolling. Because they needed to regroup and think about what they were going to do next, right? Oh, or, yeah. That's what they said. Why wouldn't they were you like, keep the we fucking cameras going? We need to turn going. the cameras off to talk about our next steps. Yeah, they usually I, don't until they're moving fishy. on to somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, it's a little fishy. Yeah. <sighs> so they split up, and Zach locks Nick into a room... <laughs> Against his will, Nick, as Zach is closing the door, Nick's like, wait, hold on, no. And then he closes it and then shows us that he has not only locked it, but like deadbolted it from the outside. That's really the last we hear of it, though. Apparently Nick's fine in there, I guess. Oh, and Zach's like super excited that he's getting these words from, is it the ovulus? Yes, the ovulus is here. About someone digging in the grass and it might be Mandy. Mandy. Grass. Grace. Grace. It sounds like grace, not grass. Also, he has a device here that he says it's called the Thermasound device. This is an extremely misleading name. Oh. It doesn't have anything to do with heat. <laughs> it is basically a little sonar detector. And it like spins around. And it just like a little satellite. Spins around making a lot of noise, which seems like a bad thing if you've got an EVP session going at the same time. And it's supposed to like bump into shit and map it for you so you can see where there are ghosts. Where those ghosts are. I feel like it was just not very sound science, like scientific methods going on there. That's Mm -mm. yep, that's there were a lot of other factors, Mm -hmm. extraneous factors trying to not trying to. Well that's ghost adventures in a nutshell. It's (laughs) it's not very sound scientifically. Uh, so Zach gets pretty worked up about the ovalus. Uh, it also talks about rose. It says rose and vase. And so he thinks that means, uh uh-oh, here we go. You want me to give you a rose? He wants this romance so bad. It's Uh, really embarrassing. It really is. And, you know, 
really not much more than that happens. Like they hear different words and the sonar thing goes nuts for a little bit. And, uh, but I don't see, like, I can't, how is he determining what it's output? Like I've, I, they show us right. the output screen and it doesn't make any sense to me, you know, like it's just lines and sometimes there's bumps in them. I don't think they ever know how their instruments actually work, which is a major problem. If you are going to be a scientist, you need to know how your instruments work. And just saying, this looks like a Bill Chapel creation. It does. So it's probably a bunch of hooey regardless. Yeah. He's like on the other end, like programming. Just, just pushing like, buttons like, oh, I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> We're going to insert a ghost right here. Have you seen Bill Chapel in any no. of the... So Bill is their like mad scientist guy. He's an electrical engineer, so he knows everything he makes is bullshit. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Um, there's well, no way he, he doesn't know. Engineer? That's what they say. So I'd I guess like I don't know. I'd like to see his diploma. Uh, I left in a note here about Aaron getting unsettled by a mannequin. Yeah. He's yeah. a little spooked. Uh, he also asks, is there someone spiritual around me? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like perfect to me. Oh, and Zach, again, trying to get that female spirit. Oh, yeah. He thinks that he hears an EVP saying, I see a man. And uh, and he's like, is there a female talking about me? He's like really, really trying. He's digging. <laughs> yeah, he wants it. Um... Aaron kind of asks the ghost about like where what the parties were like here. Uh, Aaron asks a lot of questions. Oh yeah, he's like, "Are you still in this outfit? How are the parties here?" And he does this like head bob that's kind of goofy, like he's just like shooting the shit. Yeah, with the mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's fucking it. They just yeah. unceremoniously leave the Casa de Estudio to go to the Cosmopolitan. Which Zach distinguishes from the Las Vegas building. Yes, it's not the Las Vegas building where Zach has probably been many, many times. Yes. Zach is from Las Vegas. If we Wait, he know. is? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that. He, he, says, he says he's from Las Vegas. He's actually from like fucking uh, uh, Michigan or some shit. Oh, he's but now he lives in Las Vegas. He would. <laughs> Yes, he would. So this is where things get a little weird <gasps> again. Zach, quote, requested some beautiful girls, unquote, who are here and hopefully on the clock to do some dancing along with the guitarist who was serenading us at the very beginning of this episode. And they were not wanting to do it. You no, all just... of these people were so fucking bored and so done with and this And probably felt a little like used and kind of creeped out because they were like getting all into character and like the, the guys they were sitting on chairs pretending to be like just lounging while dancers are dancing for them and it just probably they probably didn't know exactly what they were getting themselves into and well and also like what time of the night oh, is this? it's like 2 a.m yeah. it's like, two like in the these dancers have to come in at 2 in the morning and yeah. dance for these stupid guys yeah i felt really bad and for them. how is this Okay, they're doing uh, what appears to be flamenco dancing. And if yes. you've never seen flamenco dancing, it involves stomping different parts of your feet on the ground. It's kind of, I it's don't know. It's percussive. It's percussive, yes. So it's extremely loud. There are wooden floors here. And they even brought in a, the guitarist from earlier in the episode. This is not a good place to be <laughs> listening to ghost action. Can I also say, so Zach brings up a device that they have that they have dis on display here. Six of these devices that he calls EM Vortexes. <laughs> I gotta assume this is like the EM pump that they sometimes use. Yes. I guess. He doesn't even explain how he it doesn't works. Tell us, he doesn't tell us anything about these things. He's just like, well, Bill Chapel made it, must work. <laughs> like... It's a Bill Chapel original. Yeah. Seal of approval. Um... 
So this very bored party happens. This is where we get the weird red light on the full spectrum camera, um, which Zach tells us that they asked the owner about it. And he said that there's a cupboard back there, but nothing else. So Zach goes on. Zach takes a lot of words to say that they can't think of an explanation, but they don't necessarily think it's a ghost. Uh-huh. And somebody like has a guitar in, the, or sorry, somebody has a cigar in their hand. <laughs> Like That's it's Nick. part of that it's part Nick. of the ensemble. It's probably not even lit. Not saying that you should smoke, but like they're just going. He's just, to... he's just chewing on the cigar. Yeah, he's just like just absorbing. Hey, I'm near Mexico. I've got to buy a cigar. That's probably how that conversation went. Oh, good, it's a Cuban. <laughs> Cuba's on the Cuba's other side of the Mexico. fucking continent, right. jackass. <laughs> oh Jesus! So Zach thinks he hears singing, although I don't know how he fucking hears anything um, during this whole during Stomping this party. Stomping on the ground. Yeah. Um, when they replay it for us. Uh, it is either a cat or an owl. Yep. I'm fairly certain. Uh, but he stops the whole reenactment to go outside and look around and try to find any contamination. But he gives up very quickly. <laughs> and it's like, he like peeks outside and he's like, oh, nothing. Oh, and when he's like, so what's the deal with the alto? Uh, okay, yes. So Zach decides that when he wants to tell the dancers to stop, he's going to say alto. But when he wants to tell them to start again, he's going to say begin. So there's kind of a weird Spanish-English fluctuation going on so they split up again after this party stops um, and zach is really interested in finding out what kind of ghosts are here are you an adult are you a child is this a intelligent spirit is this a residual spirit which is a very different thing they can't answer your questions it's residual <laughs> so you know uh nick is getting emf data and apparently he gets like a big emf spike couldn't have anything to do with the five pounds of electric electrical equipment he is wearing and carrying on his body nick was getting extremely excited about the Doors. not exciting things yes. that were happening in this episode <laughs> nick was like trying to talk himself up it felt like he's like yeah. he's saying he's walking around saying i'm feeling very pumped up and excited right now and it's like nothing really it's was like, going well, on well he says it in that tone too like i am so pumped right now yeah <laughs> And you're just like, but you don't really sound like it. This is also where I started to note that these boys seem very sleepy. Yeah. Did you notice that? They Zach all... looked extremely sleepy. Zach is like, like mumbling. His eyes were like really heavy. Zach is like, is there a ghost here right now? Are you here with me? Um, Aaron is uh, is creeped out. He's getting tired too. He's like, are, are you like here with me in this room? Or are you can you hear what I say? And then he gets a noise that sounds like a ghost burping. Oh yeah. So oh, it's the bleh. So Zach's in the bedroom uh, with the and creepy doll. The creepy. Face. The, the, yeah, the, the bed. The bed. Yes. The child bed, and and it, it. I think it adds to our evidence that Zach does have a desire to get laid by a ghost because every other bed that he's visited, he's laid down in. Yeah. If it was like a female ghost with this child bed and for good good reason and good on him he decides not to lay down but that that adds to my hypothesis that the reason why he lays down on beds is because he's excited <laughs> about lady spirits and he wants to fuck he them. wants the lady spirit so to touch his wiener he does not lay down on this bed because it is a child bed and a child ghost he brings out a doll which i thought was like extremely brave of him because he's a, he's very scared of dolls he's extremely terrified of dolls he doesn't look at the doll though he doesn't. No. He, um, he sits the doll down facing away from him. On in like, a different chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then he sits down on the bed. Doesn't lay down. Sits down. Uh, and then Nick is in a bathroom, I think. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And he hears a loud bang. Uh, his EMF detector, like Max said, goes up. And he it gets all freaky. And then uh, he thinks he hears an EVP that says, pray, help him. And then Aaron... 
Aaron asks the, the greatest question you can ask a ghost. Does it piss you off that they're living and you're not? And, and then he you, hears the bleh. Yeah, and if you believe if you believe that this is a ghost, it's a ghost that hears this question and goes, bleh. Dead. Like, <laughs> like fuck it no. spit out a drink. It's like or being something. dead rules, idiot. Yeah. Uh and right before we go to the wrap up, Nick like pitches the hotel to the people. Did you hear this? Yes. Did you catch this? Nick is like, this is the best hotel. And you should come stay here. Come stay in a haunted hotel. Because <laughs> it's haunted. This, that's them fulfilling the requirement that the Travel Channel gives them. Yeah. The Travel maybe, Channel's like, you got you to gotta pitch this place, man. Or maybe the, the owners of, of these buildings were just like, this is a fucking disaster. They better put a, a little, you know. An ad. An ad in for us. I do have one big question, though. Yes. Why... Would they, they were trying to speak Spanish to the ghosts, but the ghosts supposedly every time answered in English. So what is going on here? That is a good point. Oh shit, sorry. There there is like a, um, oh, you're Miss Popular over here. Sorry. There is like a, maybe there's like spirit common speech. You hear hear whatever language they want you to hear. Well, but like. Maybe. But then why would you speak to them in Spanish in the first place? Right. Well, like uh, Lindsay and Whitney Nelson said last week when we did the Winchester Mystery Mansion is that these ghosts seem to have this like current day lingo that if they were Mm -hmm. historical ghosts, they They wouldn't talk like that. wouldn't talk like that. So they would think we were talking really weird. Right. They would think we were talking like really weird and fast and saying the wrong words all the time. Yeah. Hi. So that's the end of the episode. Zach wraps up with a wrap up that makes it seem like this place was super fucking haunted. Yeah. When in reality, they got like no evidence whatsoever. <laughs> they that had it was a really good. awkward transition too to yeah. the ending title or the ending credits. It just was very hurried, like very very fast. Yeah. Like shit, we didn't get anything. Uh, so that's the ep- that's the episode. What did you think, Alana? It was um, it was interesting. Yeah. It yeah. was exciting in spots. Yeah. In part. So you have a social science background. I do. From that perspective, what did you think? <laughs> um, it was extremely insensitive, both racially and um, in terms of gender. There were a lot of things said that I just kept cringing at. And, you know. Yeah. Zach is not a thoughtful person, really. No. In many ways. No. And all of that, the fact that he didn't know that that part of the world used to be Mexico. Yeah. yeah. It was a little concerning. That yeah. was more than a little concerning. the state of our public ex- education in yeah. the United States yeah. of America. Also, I'm curious as to if they took any foreign language classes when they were in school. Oh, they surely and took it, Spanish, um, but it didn't stick. Yeah. It definitely did yeah. not stick. Again, like... I mean, it didn't stick for me. So it's like, right, I'm not... I mean, I'm not. I'm living in a glass house over here. I okay. can't really throw any stones. But the fact that they would, like, try to do the Spanish or Mexican accents when speaking English yeah. and wearing sombreros and just and going, and doing I, the I, fucking, I, the I, fucking I, speedy I, Gonzalez uh, shtick and hiring Mexicans to set your scene yeah, <laughs> or what appear to be what would pass for a, for a very ignorant person as a Mexican person or just Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> It was very disturbing, but not because of the ghosts. Not because of the ghosts. <laughs> Ghost Adventures is a real scary show, but it's not. The ghosts have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, did you have a favorite moment from this episode? Ooh. Either when he made the comment about the plant, the very suggestive yeah. mm-hmm. plant comment, 
about how the plant has, a, plant penis. has a penis. Yes. Or just the overall like lack of knowledge about <laughs> the world. Mm. Yeah. It was very I don't know. <laughs> distressing? Yeah, it was a little distressing. But you'd it think, was uh, you know. You'd think Zach as a person who works for the travel channel would be a little mm. bit more worldly than he is. But no. Well, if he gets all of his information from ghosts, you know, yeah. Mm, yeah. he's not going to know a whole lot because they're true. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite part um, was definitely the vegetable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the vegetable. The vegetable. I like the hat he wore for that part. <laughs> He had like a silly hat on, like a sun hat, like you would wear if you were doing actual gardening work. Like a farmer hat. Like a farmer would wear, not like a ghost hunter would wear at mm-hmm. all, though. Mm-hmm. I think my least favorite part was him making all the women in the show feel very oh, uncomfortable. Just yeah. constantly. Like anytime he was around a living woman in this episode, he like went out of his way to make her uncomfortable. Because he thinks that's how you flirt, I think. I mean, once he said milady to that woman, oh. that was it. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Um... So, Tweetwatch. Yeah, we, we have go. one final segment oh, of the show. Oh, it's cool, called Tweetwatch, cool. where we pull up Twitter and we look at Zach Bagans' Twitter. So, uh, oh, he changed his profile pic back. Yeah. It's him again. It's very serious. Um, he shaved his uh, facial hair, it looks like. No, that's not him. Oh, that's shoot. Not him. That's not Zach Bagans. You're right. <laughs> that's, uh, There's that's... an imposter, guys. Oh, so do not be fooled. Uh, if it, the uh, user at Zachary underscore Bagans, that ain't the man. What the fuck is this? Oh. So now his his Okay. His Twitter handle is Zach Bagans the ha- Zach Bagans is the Haunted Museum. <laughs> He's like repping his Oh, this is horrifying. Do you want to read this? Oh, okay. So apparently oh it says tomorrow we are pleased to announce the unveiling of our Jerry Lewis exhibit featuring his entire collection of funny teeth wardrobe from the day the clown cried and more. Jerry passed away last year in Las Vegas. So I guess all of his shit is extremely haunted, huh, Zach? Yeah, if you die, your stuff gets haunted immediately. Uh, but especially if you were famous. He's just scared of clowns. That's the only reason. Oh, wow. What the fuck? Demon House filter okay. for... For your camera, for Facebook. Uh, okay. Wow, and... how much money do you think that costs to get your own filter on Facebook? I don't know. He's oh, wait, and it's, you can put demon horns on your own head? Wow. Yeah. Oh, and apparently Demon House is going to be on Really Channel. I don't know what that is, but it really? is a channel. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, he retweeted Newsweek, who wrote a uh, wrote a thing about him owning Charles Manson's bone fragments. Cool. Oh, that's really, really disturbing. He's retweeted TMZ talking about him owning Charles Manson's bone fragments. He really wants everybody to know that he's got those bone fragments from a convicted... Uh, cult How leader. is he sure that they're Charles Manson's bone fragments? Somebody told him that they are. Well, also, so. apparently he owns Charles Manson's fake teeth. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, why would you want these? Ew. <laughs> He's got nasty. a weird fascination. I don't want my own Manson. fake teeth. <laughs> Didn't he also purchase, like, a painting that is somehow... It's, like, made with blood or something? Yeah, something like... Or his ashes. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Painting. He's got a weird fascination with Charles Manson. Um... Probably because he has his own cult. So honored to have just won the Review Journal number one best museum in Las Vegas. For 2018. Thank you so much. Well, I would definitely go to that museum, to be honest. (laughs) Actually, I would. Like, we talk a lot of shit. I'd go to that fucking museum, though. Yeah. He retweets Ghost Adventures a lot. He does. 
He also retweets himself a lot, which is he does. That seems is pretty that something desperate. people do? You're not. That's a desperate. Oh move. well, he's retweeting. He's retweet. He's retweeting. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this. That's so strange. Okay. Retweeting yourself is something you do. Is a very very transparent PR move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. It's like, oh, don't do that. They have a resident psychic, Helena, oh at God. his museum. So if mm. you would like your, if you would like a tarot card reading, you may do that. As a person who has learned how to read tarot cards, I can tell you it is bullshit. <laughs> and that they do not, a bunch of fucking pieces of cardboard cannot tell you what your future is. What is really channeled? I don't know. <laughs> really? Let me see his, can, can we see his uh, header real quick? Yeah. Okay, it's still the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good enough for now. It's really okay. hot now. Yeah, it's quite warm in here. Uh, it's too hot for TV in, in the, uh, the insanely demons. haunted. The, we, all, we got all the demons here. So we're going to have to say some prayers and get our... Uh, Bible's out. Oh, did you hear our beat? She Hopefully. just said hello. Oh, she's going to be very mad at you. Oh, I love you. You're going to get cut. <laughs> oh, say hi. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? You sweet girl. You sweet baby. What do you think? Say hi to our friends. She said hi. She said hi in her own way. She did. Um, before we say bye in our own way, I just want to say thanks for <laughs> listening to Ghost to Insanely Haunted a Ghost Adventures podcast. Um, we uh, last week we had our great friends Lindsay and Whitney from Historical Hotties on. Just reminding you again, go listen to their podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's really cool. They're super cool. We actually were on their um, their podcast this week. Yes, and we were on their show. So if yeah. you listen to Historical Hotties, uh, we were on there with the topic of strange occurrences. Yes. Uh, and they have a few other cool episodes, which I haven't listened to yet, but one's on, like, monsters. Oh, I really want to listen yeah. to that one, because I and love monsters. And the other monsters. one's on, like, uh, like circus? Sideshow? Circus, sideshow side people. Yeah, sideshow people. Yeah, so I'm super excited to listen to those ones. And it's just a fun show. They're really smart, and they're they're both have backgrounds in history, so they're, like, super, super knowledgeable. I always feel, when I go on the show, I always feel like a dumbass because I don't too. know as much as they do. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, but go listen to Historical Hotties. If you like this show, you're definitely going to like that one. Yeah, for um, sure. It's I a also lot want to give a shout-out to Ouija Broads, Tales from the Pacific North Weird. It's a show about weird stuff in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Where we live right now. And it's hosted by Liz and Devin. And we are, at some point in the near future, going to have Devin on. So I'm super excited for that. So those are two shows you can be listening to. I do one more podcast called Zenkai Boost that you can listen to if you want. It's an episode-by-episode review of Dragon Ball Z Kai, the recut remaster of the 1990s hit anime series about buff dudes who punch each other in space. Um and uh oh yeah oh. we're also uh well at least max i'm probably as well but we're de um definitely going to podcon in podcon to seattle so so if you're coming to podcon let us know so we can say hey um it's going to be january 19th at seattle at the washington convention center in seattle it's going to be a lot of fun first podcon was amazing second podcon is going to probably be even more amazing there's going to be a bunch of podcast stars like we're, from it's going to have my the, brother my brother and the me. mcelroy brothers the yeah. green brothers are going to be there uh, um, welcome to night vale cecil's going to be there yeah all kinds of really cool folks who are way more uh, interesting and successful than we are. Uh, but we love them. And we got our start because of them, really. Like, we were inspired by um, specifically Justin Travis and Griffin McElroy to start doing this show. So, yeah. like, they're like our podcasting forebears. And we're so excited to be around them. Yeah. Um, Alana, thank you. Thank you for so joining much. Us. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to you for listening. Thank you for giving us, again, one of our best weeks of all time. It really is amazing how often I have to say that. Um, but you keep coming through for us every single week. So it's just really amazing. 
Um, and I'm, I'm like overflowing with gratitude that you listen to the show and that you like the show and that you're sharing the show with your friends and your family and your coworkers, <laughs> um, and leaving reviews, uh, also I'm very, very happy every time I see a new one of those. It makes it's, me, it, lights my day up. It's, it's, I know it's annoying for us to ask, but it really does help our podcast get seen more. So please, if you have any spare time, my cat is, our cat is, uh. Just kicking you. There we go. If you have any spare time in your day, we would really just appreciate you to quick go over to iTunes, leave us however many stars you think we deserve, and then a little comment would be really appreciated. Thank you. So, oh yeah, Halloween's coming up. Halloween. Ooh. So remember, send us your uh, Halloween ideas, what you're dressing up as for Halloween. Anything else? Now. Okay, well, thanks once again for listening to another episode of Insanely Haunted. And just like we always say, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Alana. And you just heard a, a Class A EVP. EVP.